0: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome B-Tech Smith and Steve Mechs. B-Tech Smith and Steve Mecks, you are now entering the
1: Megacars, the Megacars. We're going to get right into this, Ted. We only have so much time. Dude, we got a short week. We're working on borrowed time, Ted.
0: Most of you don't know that Steve and I are uh, industry leaders here at Intercom and need to go to a group lunch, and Steve probably has to give away an award.
1: You know, it's funny. Ted's not joking. We are industry leaders in our building. Oh, yeah. There's a, a, a group of people called the Steering Committee, and uh, what we are is two members of this, what, like eight-person team. I'm not even sure how many are on it now. It's like the Wu-Tang of Entercom. Yeah. We're not sure. Some guys show up. Some guys don't. Some people change their name. Some die. We don't know. Yeah. And uh, we got to help improve the workplace environment, and so we meet every so often, and today's one of our big Wednesday meetings where there's lunch served and all that fun stuff.
0: Yeah, like the fact that there's like eight or nine of us and people come in and come out, that's Wu-Tang-like. Yeah. <clears throat> the fact that we're trying to make things better in a corporate environment is nothing like the Wu-Tang
1: Clan. <laughs> it's, it's very un tang like actually. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know what kind of band we would have to compare it to. And people F with us. Yes. Whereas you would never do that with the Wu-Tang No, Clan. no. There's nothing to <laughs> F with. Nothing at all. There's plenty to F with when it comes to us. Mm -hmm, Yeah, mm -hmm. so it's good to see you, my man. We had a great weekend. Ted and I spent some time together. Um, Some fun stuff happened. One man got injured. Yeah, yeah, there's a slight injury there. (laughs) We'll get into that. Plus, dude, last week's episode, the whole on notice thing took off like a wildfire. I saw that. I like the kid that was eating dirt. Yeah, we've got a bunch of tweets, uh, some emails about people that... Who they want to put on notice. So we'll all have to right, get to that right. in a little bit as well. Um, I want to hopefully we'll have some time to talk about my hockey thing tonight. If you're listening to the Megacast, uh, which is uh, we're recording it on a Wednesday, tonight on King Five's Evening Magazine, they're going to be showing the piece with myself, Luke Wilson, Drew Nowak, Jamie Huscroft, Drew and Luke from the Seahawks. Jamie's a former NHL guy for over 10 years. We hit the ice and had some fun last week before Luke got hurt. So don't nice. try to be like, what's Luke doing playing hockey with a bum leg? He's going to be fine. Yeah, he'll be all right. He thinks he'll be good to go by early next week. So that's 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 always optimistic news. Hmm. So we'll get into that as well, but before we do anything, let's just get right into let's it. Let's do it, dude. Let's get the blood pumping, the heart racing, and the brain functioning. That's right. This time, uh, we, got? We, we we got a tweet from somebody that I brought up a great point. They're like, "Hey, you should get 10 to the man and the band that brought the mega cast together for the first time." Godsmack. Oh, nice. They yeah. just played in Kent, too. Just played in Kent last night, so why not get 10 to the lovely sounds of Godsmack. Let's do it, Steve. All right. Mega family, give us 10 push-ups. That's the best way to get focused for the Mega Cast.
0: Here we go. Hey, guys. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight,
1: nine, ten. Oh, yeah.
0: God smack, they put on a hell of a show.
1: Every time I see them. And I think, what, they've played, like, a KSW event, like, four times now? At least. And I've seen them maybe four to five times, and every time they're great.
0: Yeah, they always
1: dominate, man. Sully's got a ton of energy on stage, too. Oh, yeah. And they just sound exactly how you'd want them to sound. Like... <laughs> Their records are big, and their live performance is big. Yeah, like you go see Godsmack, you saw Godsmack. That's right. And last night, I'm sure it was... No- <laughs> <laughs> that made no sense. There was like a John Madden analysis yeah, of Godsmack. wasn't it? When you're going to see Godsmack, you're going to see God... I don't know why John Madden sounds like a really bad impression of Yoda, but...
0: Yeah, and like the double time thing, you know, like, is there going to be a lot of like... Uh, what did I say to somebody the other day, like, is there a lot of club kids, like a lot of club kids...
1: <laughs> well, you already asked
0: it. I know. I think I do that myself, though. Yeah,
1: I can't. I can't hate on you for that.
0: It goes back to middle school. It's like, do you like her or do you like her, like her?
1: Right, because you know, there's a big difference between liking her and liking liking her. Oh yeah, no, liking yeah.
0: liking her means she gives you a tingle, Steve.
1: That's right, and she's borderline love. Ooh. Hmm. Mm.
0: TED Talks starring the Smith. Uh this is probably a subject I've hit on before but today is simple I just want to remind people like uh don't let your highs get too high and your lows too low. Yeah. I generally run pretty high emotionally so I mean this is something I've had to work on over the years but at the end of the day life is life is lived in that gray area. It's not always going to be black and white, you know. Yeah. So I just, you know, I had some some friends of mine going through some stuff and I just try to remind them like like easy. You know, it's like, well, this really sucks but It's going to be great because of this and that. And it's like, look,
1: everything doesn't have to turn around into something that's going to be amazing. Nothing every day. You're right. Because it doesn't have to be super extreme high, super extreme low. I find myself, I got to get better at not letting the lows get too low. Yeah. The highs. I don't know about you, like, especially in the work world. Like if, let's just say like in the world of like report cards, ratings, if the ratings are like through the roof, I'm never like, yeah, I'm like, all right, hopefully we can keep it up. Yeah. but when the ratings dip, like where it's not where we'd like them to be in, and luckily we work at a radio station where, for, fortunately, what we our report card is what many other students would love as a report card. Sure, but sometimes it's not as good as we'd hope. It's not the A plus all the time, and I get I get bummed about that.
0: Yeah, the lows are definitely tougher. Yeah, but yeah, I I was just trying to remind somebody, like, man. <laughs> Most of life is lived in that gray area. You're so you got you to right. thrive in there.
1: You got to enjoy it, and 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 life's too short to like get too worked up over things. Both overly positive, overly negative. I mean, it's just enjoy your time here. Yeah,
0: and truthfully. Sometimes I almost get scared. Like, if you're constantly, like, that positive,
1: it's like, all right, what's, what's the backside of this? Right. What's going on when the doors are closed? Yeah. And we're not around you. Are you just, like, yelling at things? Like, your plants? Plants, you suck! <laughs> Serenity now, insanity later. That's right, George Costanza. <laughs> Serenity now! It's funny you bring that. I had an interesting text exchange with uh, with Luke Wilson, who uh, was on this morning on our show. and uh, You sent him a D-pick? Yeah, of course. It's what I do. I'm like, Luke, check this out. Happy to see you. Uh, but <laughs> we posted some stuff on Twitter, and then he just sent me a message, and it was a, a Twitter handle of somebody. All right. And it's like, do you know this person? And it's funny, because I'm like, you kind of... And I was like, I didn't know how he was going to react, but like, I don't like the person because the person's always negative on Twitter. All right. So I'm like, and I've known him on a personal level too. and He's just a miserable human being. Like I used to work with the guy way, way back in the day. Somebody I know? No, no, no. Um, And not even radio stuff, Uh, but like worked with, not in like worked in a radio station, did stuff with. And so I'm like, yeah, not really too fond of the guy. And he goes, okay, good. He's like, there's like three people. Like, you know, and Luke's got like a ton of Twitter followers and he's like, there's a few people that like stand out for being just overly aggressive trolls Yeah, and he's one of them. And I like that. And I was just thinking about it. And I just like, we're just chatting about other stuff. I'm like, yeah, you know, I just don't get that like troll mentality. And I never will. Like, why are you just so consumed with being miserable when I don't know if you're like 30, 40 years old, you got maybe another, another solid 40 years on this planet, probably more, but a, a solid 40 years of being able to do fun stuff. Like, why do you want to consume that with such negativity?
0: Yeah. You know, the internet trolls are are kind of tough. Yeah. But for me, excuse me.
1: Uh, I know, well, like, just I... Do your coke when we're not doing this podcast, Ted. Come on, Dude, man. I got to get awake, man. It's I it's I, I, early for me. I, I thought the push-ups were enough. <sighs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I got into
0: kind of a dust-up with a uh, friend of mine, the mutual acquaintance you know, too. Mm-hmm. And then I just, you know, and it kind of ate at me for like a week right like what is wrong with this can I turn
1: the mics off and find out who it is
0: uh I'll tell you during the break okay because it's not it's not that when I tell you you'll be like
1: like yeah of course okay because I didn't know like if it helps to paint the picture in my own head but okay continue sorry all right all right here turn off the mics all right hold on course yeah (laughs) so it kind of
0: ate at me like what like I kept going over my head like what was this argument about am I losing my and then finally I just went you know what like that person is upset about stuff in their life and kind of angry at things, and I just happened to be the outlet that night. Plus, it's 1 a.m. in a bar, which anytime you're going to
1: – if something's bugging you, you're yeah. going to bring it up at 1
0: a.m. in a bar. It's like, all right, you, you're just looking for a fight. A
1: couple drinks in, yeah.
0: Yeah, I want no part of it.
1: Uh, <laughs> Unlike you and I, we're out drinking. We're just laughing and having fun.
0: <laughs> right. And even, even if there is something to address, like – After you've been drinking,
1: like that is not the time to bring it up. And God forbid you tell them that. That like, hey, this is something we should talk about maybe tomorrow when we're sober. All right. No, I I want to talk about it
0: now. Right. So either way, it kind of ate at me for like a week. Like, how did that happen? Like, how did it? And then I just realized, like. Right. well, that person's just upset with themselves. Mm-hmm. So I think the same thing a lot with them trolls.
1: 100% agree. Like, yeah. they're
0: just upset about, and I don't necessarily mean themselves, maybe just something in their lives, something
1: going on, they're mad. So that's their outlet. And it's just unfortunate that someone lets being miserable consume their every day. I know people struggle with, like, depression and stuff, and I'm not saying that that's an easy thing to get out of a funk, but I feel like the, the when someone's miserable, it's almost like there's an intent behind it. It's like, why are you being so miserable? Yeah, and I think depression...
0: For my instance, how I've dealt with it, mm-hmm. you know, as I've I've gone through some dep- bouts of depression in my life, it's just like it's same here, yeah, right. I'm much more like quiet and withdrawn from everybody, yeah. But like that attacking mode is kind of like to me, like that, like I don't know, I don't give as much empathy to those kind of people. It's like you're bringing other people down, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's like whatever you're upset about, like it's you know what I mean, or just go, you know. Go have the com- go have the conversation with the real person you're pissed at. Right. Right.
1: <laughs> not Ted. I mean? right. Not Ted. Ted's not doing anything wrong. Ted just wants to get drunk yeah. and potentially hurt himself.
0: Oh which man. Which we're going to get
1: into when we get back. Oh, super. All right. And plus we have audio evidence of the state of mind that we were in uh this weekend that led to uh the Ted Smith getting hurt and we'll get into that when the megacast returns. Okay. Oh, 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 okay.
0: Time. So this me one's Steve. Yeah, this Ted. TED talk is about not repeating the past Steve. <laughs> Perfect <laughs> No need to revolt The mega cast with Ted and Steve will be back. You got And it's time to relax... And relish this wonderful, brief instant.
1: Maybe enjoy a few pieces of your kids' candy stash and appreciate the photos of their costumes. Because next, it's Thanksgiving. And time for turkey and yams and mashed
0: potatoes and pumpkin pie. Then it's Black Friday and you're looking for all the best deals and bargains. Followed by Cyber Monday and more online shopping. And that's when the real pressure starts. And before you know it, you put on five pounds. Then there's the office holiday party with Jeff the intern, who's a close talker and smells like garlic and farts. And then Christmas... Oh, and writing out all the Christmas cards and decorating the tree, putting up all the lights and shopping and wrapping presents and drinking eggnog and dealing with your Aunt Edna's drinking problem and halitosis. Followed by returning gifts and more standing in line, buying something to wear on New Year's, then getting drunk and then starting a fight so there's no romantic kiss at midnight. But in the meantime, relish this wonderful brief instant
1: after Halloween, before the holidays.
0: Stop, These two guys are all about the okay, hustle. Money, After all, Tech has okay, proclaimed that it's a year of the hustle. You still hey, day. Yeah. Hey, day. Yeah. Yeah. the yeah. mega cast yeah. is back. I got
1: My jam, Ted. That's
0: funny you played that song. because that what that was like? My final insult, like you don't even hustle <laughs>
1: <laughs> to the person.
0: I didn't, right, I said it to somebody else. I, I didn't have the. I wasn't going to say that at one a.m. to that person. And I was crush it.
1: Saying, that would set them off the deep end. Oh yeah, as if they weren't already there. Yeah. Oh man, that's a story and a half right there. That, that can yeah. unfortunately never be on the podcast, but it's fascinating. Yeah. All right, well, well, let's get into the stuff that we can talk about, which is uh, the Ted Smith hurting himself on uh, Saturday night. Halloween, we got to hang out. New Originals played over at the Hard Rock Cafe. Both of us are members of the New Originals. uh, We are. Radio Station's cover band, the world's worst cover band. But I felt like, you know what? We went a step above being the worst on Saturday. I thought we did a great job. Yeah, man. Sounded good. Everybody in the band. Usually we're all like, all right, that was fun. Everybody's like, that was easily our best performance. Like yeah, and it was an Saturday energy. night. Everybody was feeling the funk. Halloween. Yeah. It was it was it was pretty awesome. We were backstage. We sent a message to everybody on Twitter. If anyone missed that, uh you could hear it right here. What's up, Mega Family? Mega Family! Yeah. Staying strong tonight. We're hanging out backstage like the Mega Cash should. We're just like in a... Backstage. We're sounds, behind a curtain. We're behind a curtain that is dividing the bathrooms from the employee section. Correct. But,
0: but it's, it says staff only.
1: Right. It's not much of a backstage. No.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Robin and the Cowboys. That's right. right yeah, I was dressed as Robin, and Ted was Texas Ted.
0: Yeah, just a random cowboy. Yeah, why not? Overalls, cowboy. Yeah. That is a legit cowboy hat I got.
1: It was great. Your outfit was awesome. I know. I just threw it together last second. People loved it. The highlight for me, I was dressed as Robin. There wasn't a single Batman in the entire club except for one man, and he was behind the bar. The bartender. What better person to have be Batman? I mean, I got attention you know, sometimes it's like a pain in the ass as a dude to get the bartender's attention. Yeah. You know, because he's got other people to serve and sometimes the lovely attractive ladies. Attractive women. Which I don't blame him. If I was a bartender, my emphasis would be towards the attractive ladies as well. Uh but man, he always zoned in on Robin. Yeah. I? And sometimes I would just yell, Batman, Robin needs you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we Robin go. needs a drink. <laughs> Robin needs your assistance. I, I don't want to cut Steve. No, hold on. Oh, wait. We got the glass. Hold this for a second. We got 30 seconds before this shuts off. We're Periscope, right? No, we were just uh, putting a video up on Twitter. Oh, nice. And they get the 30 second window. And at this point, I'm searching for these light up green glasses uh, to show the people on Twitter. And you can check it out at the Megacast. Nice. I'm 30 seconds. Oh, get it, Steve. Get it. Oh,
0: happy Halloween!
1: Happy Halloween! there we go.
0: Those are two excited guys. Yes.
1: Extremely now, excited. Now,
0: guys. before we get to the embarrassing story, yeah. I just want to say, this isn't much of a defense, but in my defense, when I got there, I had ordered some dinner. You're right. And said dinner never showed up. Never showed up. No. And uh, before I got on stage,
1: i like to have a couple shots to get loose. A couple <laughs> of fireballs. A couple fireballs. And those fireball shots were like, they used like sauce cups. Yeah. B- like big sauce cups. Like these were like a shot and a half.
0: Yeah. And then uh, we get on stage afterwards, uh, the adrenaline's pumping, having a great time, and then uh, Steve
1: and I decide, all right, time to move on, go to another party. Yes. And we decide, okay, let's get out of here, and we had to go down a flight of stairs. So, Ted- It's a giant flight of stairs. I think I was saying my farewells to some of our coworkers, um, and as I'm saying farewell to them, you already have said goodbye, so you're starting to walk down the steps. I'm like, oh, I got a whole- go catch up with Ted. So I'm at the top of the steps as you're like maybe four or five steps from away from the bottom. And that's when it just went boom, boom. And Ted just wipes out. Yeah. Like you went down like four or five steps and just kind of slid down them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: On one of the steps, like, like a cartoon. My, like, I stepped on a banana. Like, my heel, <laughs> legit, so just goes out. My leg shoots up. And then, boom, I'm on my, like, side with my elbows back, bumping still... down the stairs. And I'm still
1: dressed as the cowboy <laughs> I like, in overalls. He's got the cowboy hat and the overalls on. And he just bites it like a cartoon
0: character. Dude, it was... <laughs> as soon as I hopped up, I was like, I am so embarrassed.
1: Right, so I come flying back down to make sure you're okay. But I'm laughing. I'm like, oh, please don't be hurt. Please don't be hurt. I'm laughing. Laughing too hard, and this would be mean if I'm laughing. I'm like Ted, you're, right. you're like I'm just really embarrassed about this. I'm like Ted, I'm the only one who saw it, and it was an awesome fall. And you're like, for real? And I'm like, yeah. And you're like, all right, cool.
0: Yeah, man. Just because like it's I mean, Steve, it happened so fast, and so then I was just on my butt, and then I was just like, yep, yep. Uh Drunk cowboy just clearly fell down the
1: stairs. Oh, it's so funny.
0: Yeah. So, so then awesome. the next day, right? The next day, I got up. Everything seemed all right. And then, like, uh, I was taking a shower and I was like washing my side. And I was like, oh, there's definitely a bruise there or gonna be. <laughs> and then later that day, I went to uh, meet my buddy before the Sounders match in the bar. That's right. You had the Sounders match to go to that night. Yeah. The bar was a little taller. So I like had my elbows, like, I was like leaning on the bar and I leaned on and I was like, and he's like, what's up? And I was like, ah. Like, what did I go? Oh, there's, I don't know, man. There's some wet leaves or something. I fell. And my buddy Joe looks at me and goes, yeah, I'm sure the hard rock is keeping wet leaves on their stairs. That's great for business. And I was like, all right, fair shout. Hey, I was a drunk idiot.
1: It was Halloween, man. That was part of the decor. Oh, man. The wet leaves scene on the staircase. <laughs>
0: Right. Obviously, there's no wet leaves. None. Right. I tried to be like, well, my jeans caught. And it's like, no, nope, no. Nope. You just
1: just no. slipped and fell. You just were too aggressive in your steps.
0: Yeah. Well, it's also <laughs> funny, too. It's like, uh, anybody listens to the men's room, last week, we were talking about falling down the stairs. And Miles was telling the story. He's like, yeah, man, you never just have like your heel go out. And then it's like, you just boom, boom, boom. You slide down. Please tell me you said no. I Not only did I say no, in my head, I was going like, Bruh. Miles is a jackass. Yeah, it's like, stupid. what kind of idiot
1: does that? He clearly has a drinking problem. He can't get down a flight of stairs. Right. There's Ex- banisters.
0: Right. And I mean, I'm just ragging on him. And then I had to come in Monday and go, hey, man, remember when I was kind of ragging on you? he's like, yeah,
1: I was like, yeah, I, f- I fell down some stairs. <laughs> and there was a person that did was ahead of you that came circled back. I can't remember who it was. I don't know if we knew them or not. I honestly don't remember. We didn't but, know them. All right, they circled back to make sure you were okay.
0: Yeah, that's that's <laughs> they, the worst part is when somebody just gives you that dead serious look like, "Jesus, are
1: you okay?" <laughs> and it was loud. Oh, it was so loud. Yeah. I think you all of your bones were like making like, like hitting those stairs like drums, man.
0: Yeah. And clearly, like my elbow, I can like I could tell which elbow like my left one mm. took the brunt of
1: that fall. Oh, man, it was priceless. Yeah, yeah. That was not my most shining moment. No, I enjoyed it, though. I thought it was awesome. I right. It
0: reinvigorated us for the rest of the night. So then you pick up on, I've fallen down these stairs. So it's like, all right, this guy's a little drunk. Mm-hmm. And then we get in the car. Now, I'm clearly a little on tilt at this point. Yeah. So we're going to a party. I'm just like, trust me, man, I know how to
1: get there. A party that we don't even know how to get to. I text a guy, but I'm like... It's Halloween. there's a very good chance that whatever costume he's wearing does not have room for a cell phone and also it's his party. the last thing he's probably doing is playing on his phone
0: right and he and his party is not like uh it's not like me having some people over where there's like fifteen no, 20 tops. it's
1: catered he has a dJ and a bartender
0: yeah that, I mean there's it's a, that kind of party right there's a I would say at the height of it there's got to be sixty people there
1: at least yeah yeah. So Ted's like, I'm like, I have no idea how to get there. I've only, I've been there a few times. It's not like I've never been there, but it's been years. And typically I would just use like, you know, my GPS to get there. So I'm like, I have no idea how we're going to get here, Ted. And you're like, I'll figure it out. All right. And Ted, I'm not even joking you. It's not even like we went on a wild goose hunt to find this place. And by just trial and error, we found it. Ted, despite not knowing where it was, and every time he'd like, make a turn here, it was very uncertain. Somehow. Yeah, I could feel you getting a little more uncertain. Right. But somehow he got us from point A to point B better than GPS could. Yeah, we got it. We got right. there. It like was, every turn mattered and and made sense.
0: Yeah, it was like going to, right. He's like, oh, we got to get on Taylor by the Plaid Pantry.
1: Yeah, it was unbelievable.
0: Yeah, it was like a beer fest when they can't find the tournament. Right.
1: And he's like, just get me drunk. I'll get us there. But yeah. it's like, I got us. We walk in, and now it's like, what, 11 o'clock at night, maybe I have no idea at this point. Plus, we, lost, we gained an hour, lost an hour. Time yeah. that night is completely, plus I was drunk. So right. time is completely confusing to me. So we get there, and it's like the energy just took it to the next level. There's dancing going on. Oh, yeah. There's a a, Ben the Psycho Muppet's there dressed as Freddie Mercury. His his lovely wife is there as well. They're all excited Yeah, our buddy Joe's there. Right, of course, Rick. uh, Yeah, I didn't even know that was him. I felt like an idiot. And I'm like, I'm in fine shape at this. And they're like, hey, I don't know if you've ever met this. This is Joe, Ben goes. And I'm like, no, man, really nice to meet you. He's like, yeah, we've met. I'm like, oh, cool. I hate when that happens. And then he's like, yeah, you know, I'm Joe from Elysian. I'm like... Dude, I'm sorry. I know you. Like I know Joe from Malaysian. I just didn't know Joe with this mop haircut. Yeah. I mean, he looked nothing like Joe. No. I mean, like that was the other thing that made me feel better because I
0: definitely when we got to the party, I was I think I might even say like, geez, man, I'm a little drunk. I got to reel it in. Right. And then when I get there, like Ben, like everybody else is just as
1: wasted, if not more wasted. Yeah.
0: And I was like, this is great.
1: Full on dance party going on. Ted's dancing. I'm talking to people. The bartender's like, I'll make you a drink. I'm like, I'm just pouring a glass of water. That's all I need is some water. But then I'm like, oh, Ted, do you want a drink? You're like, yeah, give me some vodka in it. So then I start pouring a drink and I realize I'm, I'm the idiot that just turned that bartender down to make me a drink but now i'm making myself a drink it looks like
0: yeah well i mean it was around midnight so i decided you know enough with these beers and shots i'll go to vodka sodas that'll help that'll make you straight yeah that'll, that'll get me back off tilt yeah i
1: told him, my wife's like when did you get home and I, I it was awesome i didn't i wasn't lying i was like i don't know like around like you know 2 30 ish she's like oh all right well it's 3 30 without the hour Right. All right. Cuz I was there all night with you and then eventually I'm like, "Ted, I got to go home." And I'm <laughs> I'm sober and Tired. Yeah, and you're like, I'm drunk, and I want to eat pizza. So I got you back to your house, and I think you ordered a pizza.
0: I did. I ordered a pizza all day. I had my mind set on like uh, this thin crust pizza from Domino's. Uh huh. And then I got wasted and ordered a cheeseburger pizza, which was not really <laughs> what I wanted. It's nothing like it. Nothing like it at <laughs> not all. Even close. Like you go from like a thin crust pizza, it's like the biggest, burliest pizza you can
1: get, and then and, uh, and a most random like cheeseburger pizza. It's yeah. not like it's not like that's it's not like pepperoni pizza. I would have no, been like, no. "Oh, Ted got pepperoni." No. Wasted
0: Ted just was like, i have the that cheeseburger pizza," and then so like I always text Steve on the way home. Somehow I feel like I'm helping. Yeah. like, "Oh, is he okay?" <laughs> I'll keep checking in,
1: and then uh the entire right on me checking in, and it's great because when I dropped you up, you go, "I ain't gonna text you because you're driving," but when. Uh, you got to text me when you get home, So I just want to make sure you're home safe. Yeah. I'm like, all right, Ted, I will. No less than I don't even think I got on the freeway before you texted me. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got to keep in mind, like, I keep
0: checking the Domino's app. I am so excited for this pizza, yeah. right? It gets there. I eat a piece, put it in the fridge, and go to sleep. <laughs>
1: for, one for one slice, Steve. of cheeseburger pizza. Yes. That is awesome. I dude. know. I was so fired up. And then, right, I was just like, I thought that's was good. I gotta go to sleep. Success. <laughs> Success. Although I was thinking about you doing, I got home. I'm starving, and of course, yeah. like, there's nothing in my house. It's a vegan home. Yeah, you I mean, have nothing like pizza there. I got like kale, but it's not like I'm gonna make myself some kale.
0: Have you seen people wearing sweatshirts that say kale, like it, like a college sweatshirt? Oh, that's funny. Instead of Yale, it's kale. Ah, see, I don't like it. I'm not getting one. I think it's just funny. Yeah, I guess so. I'm gonna be like, all right, you eat kale. Screw I get you, it. You vegan. I don't think you gotta be vegan to eat kale
1: I think it kinda comes with the territory though Yeah, kale's hot man <laughs> Alright, we gotta take a quick break Alright Cause we're running up against the clock When we get back we are gonna talk a little about the, the Who from the mega family Who they wanna put on notice All right. And why Should be fun So the mega cast will return
0: Focus on me Hi. Don't be a bitch and focus on me The mega cast will be
1: back Fuck, fuck, me fuck, Focus fuck, 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 me. fuck, fuck, me. Welcome to November, the 11th month of the Gregorian calendar, known for Thanksgiving and the birth date of Tiger's main bitch, Kendall Jenner. But did you know that November is much more than just turkey? November is also National Novel Writing Month, Transgender Awareness Month, American Diabetes Month, Movember, Lung Cancer Awareness Month, Native American Heritage Month, Sweet Potato Awareness Month, Crohn's and Colitis Awareness Month, National Adoption Month, National Sponge Month, National Family Literacy Month, Manatee Awareness Month, and National Impotency Month. So, this November, why not write a book about how Caitlyn Jenner gave a Snickers bar to an unshaven, chain-smoking Chippewa who loved yams mainly because they were gluten free and how he adopted rob kardashian and taught him how to read using a book about a viagra popping sea cow who couldn't get it up you see november is much more than just turkey and pilgrims welcome to november
0: why bang your head when you can bang me ha ha the mega cast is back
1: Is the night before i had been like, man, I want to do some dancing. I feel like if Freak Night was in Seattle, we would have ended up at Freak Night. Yeah. But it was in Tacoma. Now it would have just been too much of a problem. I mean, I would have been up for it. but You I know- would have been game.
0: Yeah, but I would have like- been stuck in Tacoma.
1: Well, you would have been stuck in Puyallup. You could have went home with me or you could have just ended up at like our buddy Levi's house for all I know.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, that's the problem. Every time I go to a party in Tacoma, I end up crashing at Levi's like, all right, now I got to get home.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can deal with that Uber. I got to call him. Yeah, Levi. Well, oh, that's why I was thinking it'd be fun to go there because he was at uh, Freak Night. Levi Lyon from Lion Pride Music. Nice. And he hit us up asking if we wanted to hang out with him. I'm like, ah, oh, we're in Seattle, bro. If it was at Wamu and I understand why it's not at Wamu after last year, but well, the uh, the podcast is planning a
0: little get together in December. Mm-hmm. Actually, we're going up to your old neck of the woods, up in uh, Linwood. Oh, where are you guys going? I think. Well, I gotta call him, but I think I'm gonna try to do it at the uh, sound sound check. Oh, where you okay. guys did your party. Yeah. And then this morning I woke up and I was like, dude, I should call Levi.
1: Try to get one of the uh, the bus, man. Yeah. Well, let me know, man. I'll I'll jump in on that. Nice. That'd be fun. Yeah. Hell yeah. Good time.
0: We were talking about doing whirly ball, but
1: then it was like, there's going to be kids there. And like, uh, uh. we've still been trying to do that one as well. We got to just, we got to get a hold of the whirly ball people and just kind of block out Right, that's a the thing. Hours. Like we were,
0: we were talking about doing, like, I want to do, like, a Saturday afternoon. I'm going to call mm-hmm. it the happy hour, like, four to seven. Nice. That way it's like you can hang out, but you can still go do stuff. You got but, stuff, yeah, yeah. But if you do the four o'clock at Whirly Ball, that's going to be a ton. Like, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I want to drink beers. I don't want to interrupt children's
1: parties. I'm with you. I don't like getting hammered or being wasted around kids. No, it's awkward. It's very awkward. Yeah. Unless it's the fish concert. Then I didn't care. Well, yeah, but it wasn't like there was a ton of kids. That's a good point. There was like three. Yeah, <laughs> and we were dressed as Bert and Ernie, so they couldn't tell how nobody could we tell. Were. They just wanted high fives. Uh, so last week we were talking about being unnoticed. I got an email last week, by the or a couple weeks ago, by the way, from uh, somebody that was like, "Dude, that was so trippy when you
0: were talking to me, and then that was you inside of the uh, Ernie costume." <laughs>
1: No way. Yeah. Oh, that's funny.
0: Yeah. It's like an acquaintance of somebody else. And I forgot that we were standing there during the intermission. I think I remember who you're talking about. Yeah. And I was like, hey, man, happy birthday. And he was just like, (laughs) how does Ernie know it's my birthday? (laughs)
1: And at a fish show, nobody's in the right state of mind, so that had to have screwed with the guy.
0: Right. And we were t- two weeks before Halloween, so nobody else was dressed.
1: N- not not a single person. No. I mean, it wasn't even like it was a ra- Halloween was not on anybody's radar. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to run through a couple of these. It'd be fun to hear what your opinion is. Uh, All you, right. You did mention the one guy, who uh, Buck, who definitely wins of the on notice because he put his own child on notice for eating dirt. Yeah. That was pretty damn awesome. Some uh, people
0: would look at that and say maybe Buck could do uh, some type of parenting technique here because the kid's eating dirt. I say Buck's doing the great parenting. Right. Put that little kid on notice. He'll learn. Now
1: he's on notice. Yeah. Keep eating dirt, kid. We're going to blow you up on the internet. But I love it. Buck's not the only one who put his own kid on notice. Dope. Also not Neil. He put his own kid on notice. He was just playing with something, and he's just like, you, son, are on notice. <laughs> that seems about right for Neil. Um, Gypsy Wolf, he said, Dr. Watson, the house bunny, he's on notice for constantly hiding in dark places. It's like a black bunny rabbit that they have in their house.
0: Dr. Watson.
1: <laughs> it's a great like name. Uh, our buddy Stevie, he said, my dishwashers and the people who don't want to work are on notice. Hmm. I hated being a dishwasher. When I first moved out here... I worked at uh, Claire's Pantry, or as I called it, Claire's Panties. Uh, (laughs) I don't know why. What kind of food were they serving over at Claire's? It was just like home. Like it was like almost like it it was like comfort food. All right. Yeah, it was was the North End of Seattle. Yeah, and it was a cool place. But I hated it. I worked there. That was like one of my first jobs when I moved out here. And I was a, a dishwasher. And I'd go home every time smelling my hands just smelled of bleach, even if I wore gloves. And I was just like, I get home. Did and you I just,
0: have to wash them, or do they have one of the good ones where you just slide nah, it in and just, pull the thing down?
1: At the time, I was just washing them.
0: Oh, it dude, sucked. that sucked.
1: I lasted like a couple of weeks, and then finally I was like, yo, Eddie, who was the waiter. He was my buddy. I called him Eddie Spaghetti. Uh, I'm like, bro, I'm out. I'm out. I can't do this anymore. When I was working
0: a door in Georgetown in D.C., like part of that gig was you had to bust all the glasses, and they take them into the—but it was like the industrial washer. Oh, okay. So you just put them in the rack, so slid the go. rack in. Yeah, and then shut the door, and it was like. Well, you know how a washing machine works, Steve.
1: I don't actually. My wife never wants to use it. You never use the dishwasher. We have a dishwasher, and she constantly would prefer to use do it hand wash. I'm like, we got to. Why do we have a dishwasher? Honestly, I'm not even kidding. In the five or six years we've lived there, we've probably used the dishwasher ten times.
0: I mean, I don't use mine very often, but also when I cook, it's a matter of like
1: a pan right. and a dish. No, dude. Sometimes on Sundays, there's like six times that she's washing dishes and drying them because she prepares all the meals for the week and does the lunches and breakfast and lunch and just I'm like throw it in the dishwasher throw it in there we got to use it every once in a while we got to keep those pipes going man yeah it's important home life bro you know what put her on notice you know what my wife is on notice for not using the dishwasher boom done uh, next person. I'm gonna
0: use it. I'm to use mine this weekend, just to be like, oh Steve wishes he was living this life. I got one dish in there. Now I'm picking people.
1: people gonna be tweeting me pictures of them dishwashing.
0: Do it. Yeah. Everybody use your dishwasher in spite of Steve.
1: You know what? When you come over for the big slumber party in December with Shawnee Mac, we're running we'll run we're running the dishwasher. I don't know why, but we will. To we'll wash the three glasses we use. Yep. We'll do a full cycle. <laughs> uh Jason, yeah, what I've learned. The Ted Smith on the Megacast. We have a lot of people named Jason that listen. All right. There's four uh, uh, and they're all different handles. So it's not the same person. One Jason says the cat that puts paw prints on my clean car. You're on notice. Even on National Cat Day. Ooh. the other Jason. I'm putting the leaves of the world on notice. Jason hates those leaves. This one's name is Jay. My dog who takes an hour to go to the bathroom on super rainy mornings, hashtag on notice. Yeah, come on, dog. Dude, Lulu does that in the morning sometimes, and it's always when I'm running late. She likes to chase her tail outside. So I'm just watching her chase her tail. I'm like, just let the turds free. Come on, Lulu. Let the turds free. Yeah, man. Just poo. (laughs) Go. (laughs) Uh, The other Jason, college textbook publishers on notice for being absurdly expensive. That is a racket. That's a fair shout. Textbooks is a racket. Yeah, man, and you right because you have to buy them, then yeah.
0: you barely use them, and then when you go to resell them, it's like a car; it's already useless, or like it's already lost like a ton of money.
1: Yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's like some of these textbooks are like three hundred bucks.
0: That's crazy, man. I notice. You know what? The whole cost of college and universities.
1: I'll notice. I agree, dude. Especially grad school. Yeah. My wife's grad school. It's. I, I don't want to get into like a whole rage against uh, the, the 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 student loan industry and, and just college tuition in general, but it's sad when the job, the, well, the, the line of work that she did grad school for, which was marriage and family therapy, the amount of money we had to spend to get her that degree, which she's not using, <laughs> um, which well, she's applying it in the world that she's in. But the sad thing is, she got a job outside of the world of marriage and family therapy that is paying her more than what have, would have been. Maybe she would have made it after ten years of working in that industry, because yeah. you don't get paid a ton. You get decently paid, but it doesn't warrant how much you have to pay in order to get that degree. It's like practically six figures. Our our loans are for her to get a job that's never going to pay her that. It's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, I mean, ju- right? There's just not, frankly, there's just not jobs there.
1: It, it, there should be like, hey, okay, this is the field that you're going to work in. This is the medium average salary. All right, this is how much the tuition's got to be so that you can pay off your student loans in a reasonable amount of time.
0: Plus, the other thing is too is like uh, the, the, the the tuitions go up uh, ex, ex exponentially, exponentially, exponentially. <laughs> Two from, guys who can't pronounce crap trying to pronounce stuff. right, but for no real reason, they just raise tuition constantly because they can.
1: R- right, it's not yeah. like the cost of living is going like I mean, the salaries of people aren't going up that much more.
0: Well, the salaries of the presidents and oh, the, for sure, yeah, and the, right, and the, the profits they're making. But.
1: Where is the grad school program for that? I just want to be a college president.
0: Yeah, no kidding.
1: That'd be nice. Yeah. Did you see? Um, not, this completely has nothing to do with college stuff. But um, did you see the celebration, the Kansas City Royals celebration?
0: I watched some of it.
1: Did you see Johnny Gomes?
0: Uh, are you talking about yesterday? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Did you see his speech?
0: Uh, I just saw the end of it when he was like, you're supposed to be PC, but we kicked their ass or
1: something. Oh, you want to hear the rest of it? Yeah. It's pretty awesome. All like, right. I know you're a wrestling fan. Yeah. And I'm like, if this whole baseball thing doesn't work out, I know he's kind of past his prime. It's time for him to just transition into becoming a WWE wrestler. He can cut a promo. All right. All right. So let's check it out. Johnny Gomes. I also suggest that maybe the Mariners should hire him just as a motivational speaker. Nice. This guy could get people pumped.
0: Hey, guess what? Cy Young winner Not on our team Beat him <laughs> Rookie of the year Not on our team We beat him
1: He might have had a couple of pops Wow I just love it He's just yeah. calling out players Not by name But by awards <laughs> MVP of the whole week! Sorry guys Not on our team
0: <laughs> Do you know why we beat them? Because all y'all people had our backs. And Dayton Moore put this team together. And y'all delivered it by being a captain of the ship. Wow. Y'all want to be politically correct. I'm the all politically correct person. We whooped their...
1: No, I'm ready to run through a wall for the Kansas City Royals. And at one point, he's holding an American flag in his hand. That's the part
0: I saw. He's just walking around with an American
1: flag. And he like slams it down on the base. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my God, I'm in. Johnny Combs, you're my new favorite baseball player.
0: I was watching a college football game this weekend. Uh, I forget which university it is, but their coach unfortunately has a uh, like a terminal disease. Jeez. Yeah, so he he thought he had kind of beat it back, but then he he couldn't be there this week, so he's like, I'm going to step away from the program. Like I don't want to be on the sidelines. I don't want to take attention away. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Obviously, I shouldn't say terminally ill, but he has a serious disease. Uh, so his players obviously were fired up for him, and the captain has a flag with the coach's last name on it. And he's, like, running it around, and the whole stadium's going crazy. Oh, wow! It's a great moment. But it's an artificial turf field, and the guy runs in the end zone and, like, plants it. And you kind of, like, you can't see inside his face mask, but you see him kind of realize, like, he kind of picks it back up, like, yeah, this, it's not going to plant in the turf. <laughs>
1: wah, wah. <laughs> that awesome moment. He's like, uh, can I get a drill? We need to cut a hole in here. Because
0: he's, like, waving it, and he's like, Argh. He <laughs> just runs it just pulls it out and runs back I just off. Just felt like
1: spiking the ground. And now I'm off. <laughs> now I'm off. Oh man. Ted, we gotta get rolling. Alright, alright. All I right. think it's about that time. We'll get 10 more push-ups and we'll get the hell out of here. Oh yeah, I forgot. I was like, we're playing music now? Yeah, you know, we're a whole show.
0: Man, i tell you what, if I won the World Series, I'd be falling down all kinds of steps. <laughs> yes you
1: would. And it would be awesome. And I wouldn't be driving. I'd be getting wasted with you. <laughs> Plenty of room for two on these steps. Good. Let's get ten. Thank you for listening to the Mega Cast, everybody. Here we go. Ready? One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Find us on uh, Twitter the megacast and email us the megacast at yahoo.com. Boom.